You're listening to the official podcast of the Libertarian Party of Georgia. Learn about local issues, meet candidates, and find out what we're doing to bring more options to Georgia voters. Now here's your host. Welcome to the Georgia Liberty Cast. This is Ryan Graham, your host, and I am also the chair of the Libertarian Party of Georgia. Um, this week, I have a special guest with me. His name is Seth Benton. He is the uh, he's on the executive committee for the Libertarian Party of Georgia, and um, he's also a delegate to National this year. So that will probably come up a little bit later. Hey, Seth. Hey, hello, y'all, and <laughs> happy Mother's going? Day. That Happy y'all? Mother's Day to all the women listening. Are you from Georgia even? Like, well, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, he might be a little nervous. I don't know. Yeah, a little bit. I've never done one of these. Uh, but yeah, glad, like, right. glad to be here. Glad to we, be just, here. Uh, we just talk, man. It's nothing to be nervous about. You got some interesting things to say. Um, I, invite, I invited Seth onto the show today because um, there's been some, some happenings going on in Habersham County. Uh, is it specifically a city, right? Is it? A yeah, yeah, it's it's the city of Demarest in Habersham County. Right. Uh, yeah. So there's the city of Demarest has been having kind of this big hubbub, and uh, the Libertarian Party of Habersham County, which Seth is part of, um, has has basically stepped up and made its voice known, and um, has been having some great success, um, getting the word out and um, gathering people around and stuff. So. Seth, do you just want to get us uh, get us going on like you know what's going on basically? Yeah, uh, there was a situation several weeks ago. One of the police officers for the city of Demarest actually posted on Facebook his concern, kind of sort of uh, having a problem with something that the city had approved. The city manager and his mayor they ought to all approve a budget expansion, seven thousand dollars for like waste management sanitation they wanted new trash cans it posted something to the effect on facebook to the effect of uh well don't be surprised y'all if your uh, water bills go up because that's usually the first thing that goes up whenever the city has something uh, an increase in the budget or something like that and he he lives in the city right i mean he's a he's a citizen of the of the city (laughs) yeah most of the most uh, most of them are i think uh I think it's kind of like some of the counties and some of the cities up here have weird rules as far as how, how to be a police officer. You've got to be part like a, like a citizen of the city or something yeah. to, to yeah. do that. Cool. But yeah. Uh, so he posted to Facebook, the city manager, an unelected member of the city government, uh, had immediately had a problem with it because, you, you know, under, under rules, it's, you can't, you can't smack talk your own city government if you're a government employee for the most part. So the city manager pulls the police chief, Robin Crockham into a meeting and says, you've got to reprimand this officer. You've got to reprimand this officer. Broke the rules. Uh, chief Robin Crockham refused to saying he didn't really smack talk anybody. He just stated an opinion and under their own codes, you can't, you can't punish somebody for voicing an opinion. The next day, the chief was promptly fired out of the blue, just out of the blue, fired for, quote unquote, performance problems. The chief who uh, is, is the, all he did was he didn't he did not uh, talk to the uh, officer in question. Right. Well, talking to he was he was instructed to Re- like, reprimand uh, reprimand. Yeah. Yeah. So he refused to do it on the grounds that, you know, of the First Amendment, basically, you can't really can't can't really fault him for 
for saying his opinion on something that menial. Well, but, and what would be hilarious is if in a few months you see the same exact thing that he said would happen would happen. So you're like, you're not smack knocking if you said the truth, if that's what ends up happening. <laughs> exactly. And there's some, there's some historical basis with it, with every city in Habersham County. And I'm sure most cities in the state of Georgia, whenever they want to do something extra, they've got to uh, raise taxes or raise fees. Yeah, you balance it off somewhere else, and and they like to hide all that kind of stuff, uh, you know, wherever they can. But so that's why it was a good call out to say, here's where you're gonna, here's where you're gonna feel the pain, because this is traditionally where you do feel the pain. Right. <laughs> but yeah, right. Uh, he 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 gets fired the next day. Now, as a city manager, it's not an elected position in the city government. Um, how do they how do they get a um are they like appointed by their mayor or they're appointed, they're appointed by the city council and then it's voted in by the city council sworn in by the mayor. So those it's kind of a checks and balances kind of thing. And then the city manager acts as the, the head of all the departments, the administration head for all the departments of the city. So they have something. Yeah. Yeah. They, they have uh, hiring and well, I don't want to say hiring because they have to recommend somebody to an apartment head position to the city council, but they retain the ability to fire people. Uh, but yeah, he's, he's, he's fired just out of the blue. The city doesn't get a, get a, a, uh, explanation as to why the chief doesn't even get an explanation as to why it's not until uh, several days later that she puts on the DOL paperwork that he's fired for performance issues. Now, it's kind of suspect because under uh, he took he took the position in 2016 and has been the sh- uh, the uh, chief of police for uh, Demarest since then, and the city has like gained awards as far as like national and state police organizations and stuff like that. So out of the blue, and he's never had he's never had any performance issues up to that point. So out of the blue, he's fired for performance. When in reality, it was he sort of told the city manager, no, I'm not going to do what you tell me to do. It seems like such a small thing, like just an offhand Facebook post and then to like and then and then saying no to reprimanding. And then that has escalated immediately to you're fired. That's, well, it, that's it, insane. It, 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 it's kind of the catalyst to a lot of stuff that has happened even today, like several weeks later. I was standing at the, we'll get into this. I was standing at the actual protest that I went to last week, last Tuesday. And somebody that was uh, feeding me information from the city government was telling me that they had just fired earlier that day. They had fired a, uh, a uh, fire department worker for a Facebook post that his wife had posted, not him, his wife. So yeah, it's, it's kind of sort of wacky how things are going. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like somebody's just taking to heart social media a little bit more than they should. Right. I mean, we all know, like, Facebook is Facebook, and, like, you know, things go wild there, but, like, you, you, you got to take it with a grain of salt and, like, talk to the people because there's a lot of people not represented well there, and um, it sounds like maybe you got a little bit of a boomer boomer problem there. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've always heard this has been a retirement county, so there's a lot of them up here. Don't worry. <laughs> So, um, so I guess, so, you know, the, 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 uh, chief gets fired and then, and then what happens? 
the mayor immediately is like, I, I don't understand what's happening. We need to know. We need to know immediately. Well, in the whole process, the day after the city manager appoints a new chief of police herself. Now, under charter, she can't do that. Right. She's not allowed to do that. She's not supposed to do that. She can recommend to the city council and they can bring it to a vote. But no, no, no. The next the, the next meeting, she brings in another chief, the former chief who was fired <laughs> before the current chief. <laughs> and he was fired for sexual harassment. Wait, the new guy was fired before for sexual harassment? Yeah, the man that she brought in to be oh, acting police God. chief was the man that was fired before the chief that was subsequently fired in this situation so for, for sexual harassment situation. For real cause. Yeah, for very good cause. He was also may or may, I don't want to say on record, he may or may not have been involved in a situation where several years before that, $600,000 went missing from the city. Oh my Lord. All because right. he was, he was also, <laughs> he was also punished after the fact. Yeah. All right. So, so they appoint this new, this new guy. Uh, they shouldn't do that. And the, then uh, actually yeah. well, the city manager appoints him, uh, calls it into, uh, calls for his appointment during his, during the net, the very next meeting, the mayor stands up and says, uh, you don't have legal authority to do that. She looks at the mayor and says, you can leave. <laughs> I do have authority to do that. Well, it's set off this big kerfuffle here in Habersham County and Demarest in, in particular. I mean, I law enforcement. asking the mayor to leave a city council meeting is, uh, that's, yeah. uh, that's pretty, pretty, oh man, that's crazy. Yeah. But it's, it's set off this whole thing here in Habersham County and in the city of Demarest in general, where all of the police, like I live in a small county, Habersham is only 48, 50,000 people total. So all the law enforcement, they know each other. So everybody starts rushing into everybody's defense, this, that, and the other. And it comes to a point where everybody's like, this woman in city management, the city manager needs to leave at this point. She needs to be run out of office and you know the the voters are actually really pissed about it so can, they go to the next the city council can appoint so can they just fire well they have to vote her out and that brings up another problem with the city of Demarest. the way it's structured is they have a mayor and four city councilmen that's it as far as who votes you got the mayor presiding and then the four city council members well, we have a city council member in the city of Demarest that stepped down recently to run for county commission. So they're down one. So they have three. Now, under their own charter, they have to elect or to pass a motion or elect anybody into an appointed position. It's got to be a three approval vote. So they're having these issues with quorum, number one, because everybody can't be at every meeting. That's what happened with the next, the very next meeting after all this. The mayor flat out would not go in the mayor, the city attorney, and at least one other city council member wouldn't go in because number one, they didn't agree what was going on. Number two, they were all concerned about the legality of the meeting because under Brian Kemp's stay at home order, it's 
kind of hard to justify eight people being in a room together. What the the stay at home order was uh was uh ten or more I think so exactly they used it the, I'm, the only reason I reference that is because they used it as an excuse yeah I don't I don't I don't ever think that he tried to, he shut down any uh, municipal governments at all uh, I, I'm pretty sure that wasn't anything explicit but I, you know I could be wrong right I, and and I know other city governments were getting around that by you know meeting online they're using Zoom it seems like eight people could probably manage a Zoom call decently well i would imagine right <laughs> we try <laughs> yeah i mean unless unless you're the lnc then it kind of sort of well, well we'll get to that we'll get to that later <laughs> i promise i promise we'll get to that later <laughs> all right so so they won't go to the meeting they're not gonna um get rid of the city manager so i mean what ends up you you guys ended up getting some press out of this so like where what came from that yeah, the the initial firing happened April the sixteenth. I was immediately me and the L, or LPHC jumped right up on top of it because we're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, something's going on here because up here it's a good old boy network. People don't just get fired from city government jobs or county government jobs. They just it it doesn't happen. Yeah. So I started looking into this, and uh, the people started getting ill and upset, and I. I've lived here all my life, so I know a lot of law enforcement people up here, and they're already, already raising, raising cane about it. Um, so I start asking questions, looking around, and seeing what's going on. It turns out nothing of what the city manager did was legal. Like she's got to have county council approval to fire people. She's got to have council approval to hire people. So it, we, we ended up passing resolution here in Habersham. Uh, the LPHC in Habersham um, condemning the whole thing. Yeah. And no sooner did I, I sent it to everybody. I sent it to every member of the city council's email, personal emails that I could get a hold of. I sent it to every newspaper or well, the newspaper in the County and every internet news that we've got up here, everybody, the newspaper. I love it. <laughs> yeah. We've only, yeah, we, we've only got one newspaper. Up I mean, what's hilarious is I live in Atlanta and we've only got one too. So Right. But y'all's is like, y'all's is, y'all's is, it's the AJC. Everybody knows it. Yeah, but it's garbage. It's still garbage. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> no, we've got several, we've got several uh, news websites up here or independent news. Sort okay. of. Yeah. People that yeah. are interested in sort of like, yeah. I mean, uh, Jessica Salagi will get on to me, but like kind of like a, a blog or something. <laughs> well, yeah. A really well put together. Yeah organization of blog posts basically right on. yeah so i've gotten i've gotten reached or they've reached out to me or they had reached out to me and i'd answered several questions and you know talked with the members of the press and i ended up going to the ne- the very next uh meeting that they had and it was it was wild uh there was a lot of people there that i knew and i was wearing my my lp shirt that was the only one that refused a support crockham shirt because i had my lp shirt on because i figured if i was gonna if i was gonna be on camera yeah <laughs> no the, I, pre- I, I, I appreciate it <laughs> that's it that's about there's my plug for the lp too but there was a pretty LP good crowd shirt. there i saw i saw you posted pictures from there and um it, it seemed like there was a pretty good crowd at that event right or at that protest or whatever yeah there were a lot of people there and what, what surprised me was uh the incumbent Chief of police was in the crowd. The guy running for his seat in the primary was there. Pretty much every 
either A, off duty or B, not on call. Law enforcement officer was there. There was a lot of concerned citizens that were there. And uh, it started lightning and thundering and raining and sleeting and hailing and everything was getting thrown at, and nobody budged. Nobody, <laughs> nobody went to their cars. Nobody like they all stood out there. We had to stand outside because there wasn't enough room inside the actual chamber. Well, and, and we're had, all doing the social distancing nonsense and all that stuff. So, right. That's that. Yeah. A, yeah. That's and Yeah. These, the, Oh God. I, you, if anybody's listening, that really wants to hear it. It's on the Northeast Georgian, uh, Facebook page. They have it the live meeting and just the, just the community, uh, the public comment section of that meeting was rough to listen to <laughs> because I think the first one, the first one that got up, uh, just really tore into the city manager, tore into the city council. The next person up was Mr. or chief Crockham's actual legal representative. I don't know if I don't know if you know who he is. Uh, if you've ever heard of him, his name is Tom Kirkbride. I haven't. But. It turns out he he's like a thirty-year uh, veteran of law enforcement, and he teaches like, he teaches like a course on legal aspects of law enforcement at the Georgia Law Enforcement Command College. So this guy ripped them to pieces and said, look, when we take you to federal court, it's up to you. How many zeros are going to go on the end of this? I, yeah. He, he was not pleased with it. I got to meet him and talk to him a minute and he seemed like a pretty stand up fella. Cool. Uh, and it just went down the line. There were like eight people that went up and the funny thing, the funniest thing about it was, uh, about three people in to all this, every single one of them were just, absolutely tearing into the city council demanding resignations demanding firings demanding reinstatement of the chief and then like the fourth guy up there was this big tall burly guy with a with a uh, set of coveralls on and i'm thinking oh great here we go here's a good old boy we're gonna hear a good old boy. <laughs> he, and the first he thing he does banjos while he was walking in and <laughs> well no like i don't mean in like the stereotypical way i just mean like i know this guy's about to say something good yeah, <laughs> he's gonna have that accent. He's gonna have that fire to him. You no, know, he walks up. He says, "Uh, hello, I'm so and so, and I'm I'm here to talk about my water bill, actually." So, so in the oh, middle, <laughs> I love in it. In the middle of this whole meeting, this guy comes up. He's like, "I want to talk about my water bill. I tried to last week, but y'all wouldn't convene." <laughs> nice, nice. It's great. That's a, that's one of the one of the more beautiful things about small town. Uh, city council meetings. If you've never, you've never been to one, it's always. I bet he's looking around. He's he's looking around like, the hell is going on here? <laughs> yeah. And we all gave him like a, an ovation when he when he said, "I'm here for my water bill." <laughs> nice. It was great. I loved it. Um, uh, but now the at the end of the meeting, well, before the end of the meeting, to go back to the public comment section, there were a couple of people that brought up some very very serious issues with council members. That had at the at this point in the whole situation hadn't hadn't been brought up. Uh, there's some pretty serious ethics violations that some people had some serious evidence for on oh. at least two of the three sitting sitting city council members left. So after all is said and done, on the next this coming Tuesday from the time we record this, we're gonna get some kind of resolution to all this. Yep. As far as the chief goes, a couple of hours, or actually 20 or 30 minutes before me and you got on here, they had officially 
reinstated the chief, oh, Robin awesome. Crockham, cool, in, man. in the city of Demarest. Awesome. Congratulations. But uh, yeah, and it's, it's well, it's not over. It's not over yet because there's some pretty serious ethics uh, ethics questions raised by a couple of these or for a couple of these uh, city council members. And I am going to be full on with it because I've got I've made some connections with some of the protesters that I've I've gotten hold of as a result of you know getting the name out there. The LPHC is with y'all. The, the Libertarian yeah. Party's here with y'all. We want to bring some accountability, and it's going to be a step by step process. And I want to see. I'm really I'm really pushing hard on this. Yeah. No. And and um. You know, uh, sort of privately, right? I mean, I know we're on a podcast and all that, but let me know what we can do as a state party to, to help. If, if there's anything we can do, I would love to to, to jump on board and, and help out. So, <clears throat> right, I'm trying to I'm trying to wait and see how absolutely wild and crazy it's going to get uh, with these with these ethics violations. And I'll let y'all know if it I love, becomes something. I love wild and crazy, man. I'm I'm excited <laughs> about that, right? Whatever we can do, man. I I love like shaking it up and getting crazy. It's good. Right. It's good for us. It's and, and and it helps people like understand that like um you know we we get called radicals and all that, and it's like you know what like everyone's doing crazy stuff. We're just doing a different kind of crazy stuff. It's all good, right? <laughs> I mean, it leads into a really good point that I have or that I've been trying to get with people that I know here in the county that aren't involved with LP or involved in politics at all is that. And I think me and you talked about this is something that got brought up when I first joined the party three years ago was this idea of bottom up. Yeah. And if, if you're running a, if you're running a county affiliate, it's one thing to get into state politics. It's one thing to care about national politics, but the most important thing that I think an LP affiliate can do is to be really insanely active with local politics. It's not going to matter. The people in Washington, DC don't care who you are. They don't care who we are. The people in your city council, they care who you are because you're going to, I was going to say, it's so easy to like get your foot in the door there. Like to just exactly like they'll, they'll respond to your email. You show up, they'll, they'll talk to you. I have a harder time in Atlanta because Atlanta is like the state government, if not bigger. Um, how many, how many people live in Fulton County? In, too many people. I don't, man, I don't know. Metro, Atlanta, like, Metro, Metro Atlanta is five and a half million people. So yeah, well, five and all that too, so. I live, I live, in, I live in a County that's just about the, the size Area wise, as Fulton County, we only have like forty eight thousand people that live here. Right, right. So like everybody knows each other. And if and you that's, say something, people listen because you're one of the only people saying anything. Exactly, and especially if it's something like, you know, you can get you can get up on a soapbox and whine and cry about you know something that nobody in the county is going to care about. But this is a perfect example of if this is a like a universally hated decision, the LP your local LP affiliate can step in and say, Hey, we're with the protesters. We know what's going on. We, we don't like this because I'm going to tell you right now, my local GOP uh, affiliate and my local Democrat affiliate hadn't said a thing. Don't care. They're too focused on national politics. Yep. A, a, a local affiliate of any party. And it doesn't even have to be LP. If a local affiliate of any party, green party, constitutionalist party or whatever whatever off the wall places even like even those kind of people if y'all get involved in such like in that way in local politics 
you'll 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 get you'll get results. Just yeah. I showed it on the Slack, and uh, I'll say it here. Uh, our Facebook, just our Facebook page, has gotten like ten thousand hits, ten thousand hits, and ten thousand more people uh, in the last month than it ever has since I've taken control of it. Yeah. Uh, I told somebody, I told my, I told my vice chair yesterday over text message. I said, when I found, like, I looked at all this, the numbers on Facebook, I said, 10,000 votes in this County wins an election by a large margin. Yeah. Not for count or not for Congress or Senate or anything like that. A local office, you get a mayor in office or you get a a County commissioner in office. There's your, there's your base right there. Well, I was looking at a, um, there was like a web, uh, a, an article about the mayor of uh, Mount Airy. I think I told you about this offline. Um, but, but I think they won with, you know, less than a hundred votes. It was like nutso, right? You can just knock on those doors. I can knock on uh, those doors in a week, man. Most, most positions up here, every, or most positions up here are actual, uh, we had a situation with the, with the state. Uh, representative race up here that was decided by like three recounts. Yeah, well, <laughs> because that was it came down totally to like twelve. Wild ride too, man. They, it was, but yeah. it gets it, but it's it's pretty much the same down at a local and county level because there, it's only a simple majority win. Like you've yeah. got to win just a simple majority, and in like the case of Mount Airy, it, it was decided by less than a hundred votes because there's less than. 200 people voting yeah. in the election yeah. every year in yeah. the city of Mount Airy. Yeah. For those of y'all who don't know where Mount Airy, Georgia is, it's 1,500 people max, and the only things that are there are a post office and two liquor stores. That's it. Yeah, but you can do something for those 1,500 people, you know? I mean, like, or right. 200 people, whatever. Like, you can, if you got elected to that position, you can, you could affect liberty for those people. And so that's what you mean by bottom up is that you can have an impact on people. At, at such a, like, you don't have to focus. I, I can't tell you how many emails I get. People want to run for U.S. House. People want to run for president. People want to run for Senate. And I'm like, stop it. Stop it. Stop. Go all the way down and look at your municipal elections and start running there. Or look there, at the state house. The highest I want you to look at is state house. Right. Exactly. No, I feel the same way. There are people running for the LP presidential nomination that I feel that way about like, dude, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? Let's, let's and imagine <laughs> people you don't know who are running, who are definitely running. There's a couple. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So, I mean, I, keep us updated on what goes on with that. If it, it sounds like it's uh, still ongoing and there's still some corruption and all that. So I guess we'll have to have you on the, on the podcast again to give us an update in a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, I'll I'll be back. Don't worry. I like I like doing these kinds of things now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know it's the the era of like the COVID stuff has like made it so much more comfortable for everybody to to like. Oh yeah, I'll just hop on a Zoom call and talk about whatever this that or the other or like it's just the opportunities have increased and everyone is like getting better at this. I, that's one good thing about it all. Right. <laughs> so. Um, I, I guess uh, what I want, the other thing I want to talk about tonight, uh, I wanted to, if, if you don't have anything else to add about um, the issue up there in, in Habersham and Demarest, no? No, I ain't, I ain't got nothing. <laughs> All right. So um, the other thing I want to talk about was uh, the LNC meeting yesterday. The, <laughs> oh boy, the LNC meeting yesterday. So they met yesterday to discuss the national convention and what they're going to do. 
um, the previous week they had postponed the national convention. Uh, they, they had voted to cancel the Austin convention and then to figure out what, well, so that was one motion that passed. And then another motion passed to put it at a physical location by July 15th, essentially. Uh, and so the meeting yesterday was to sort of continue on that and come up with an actual plan that wasn't like, you know, somewhere before a certain date, right? It's going to be somewhere, it's going to be at this place at this date. So um, the first thing that happens is they uh, they voted to, you know, basically undo what they did at the previous meeting. So they started from square one, which is awesome. Um, was awesome for everybody watching it. It's worth noting that this thing started at 12 o'clock. It was scheduled from 12 to two and it went until what, eight thirty nine o'clock, something like that. Oh yeah. It was like an eight and a half hour meeting. Yeah. I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, they went on and on and on and on and on. And essentially what ended up happening was they settled on a motion to have part of it online over the same weekend, May 22nd, um, to elect president and vice president online via um, Zoom. or I mean, they didn't actually discuss what technology would be used, but um, that it would be online and it would, and then they would adjourn that meeting to another meeting, which would be in person in Orlando. And um, I think it's like the first or second weekend in July. Um. So yeah, man. What do you what do you think of that? I don't know. It's it's. I don't know. It's 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 terrible. This is a whole terrible situation. But I can't. I can't. It's nobody's fault. You know what I mean? I think there's a lot of people out there in the LP that want to place the blame on on somebody. Well, you screwed this up. You screwed this up. No, your your caucus screwed this up. No, no, no. This is like some weird out of the blue scenario that I don't think anybody planned for. And I think they're, they're playing the catch up game. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't, right. I'm not too thrilled about the idea of, you know, an online anything. I feel like it ought to probably be a in-person thing, but I understand what's going on as far as state restrictions and stuff like that. Well, so the, um, the fun, the fun part there is, is Georgia was a linchpin in the decision because we could not have a July convention with a candidate. Otherwise our candidate would not be on the ballot in Georgia. Exactly. I think there's a couple of states something. like that. What's that? I think there's a couple of states like that. I think Georgia's, Georgia was probably the earliest, wasn't it? Georgia was the earliest. New Hampshire was another problem, but they found a workaround where like basically all the candidates could file there for like 25 bucks and it wouldn't be a big deal. Um, but Georgia, it was like, it's, it, we only allow one candidate to, to file and it's on the uh, June 24th by noon, noon. So it's the week of June 24th and then you have to get it done by then by noon. And um, yeah, so there's not really another option there. I did see before, before we came on here, uh, I did see on Facebook that the, the Florida governor has just extended the thing out 60 more days, which would mean it would end the second day of the LNC's planned in-person meeting. Yeah. And apparently that was announced um, the day before this meeting and nobody, nobody brought that up. Uh. <laughs> um, so another fun fact, um, it, it, you know, nobody, I hope nobody else was watching that meeting because it's is uh, it was not 
fun and I do it because I'm the chair of the party and I, it's my duty to do so. And I, I, I promise I hate it. Um, but they, you didn't they, sit through the whole thing, did you? I did. I, well, I, I quit a little early for the LP Kentucky debate because I wanted to see Amash in his first debate. Um, and, uh, we can talk about that in a little bit too, if you, if you like. Well, I'll tell I'll tell you what I did for this this LNC debate. I don't typically watch these things live because I got things to do. Uh, I I saw that it was on the YouTube. I was like, oh great, here it is. This is like six and a half, seven hours after the fact. I'm like, oh great, here it is. I didn't see the live next to it. I thought, oh here we go. This is just the you know the they There's put like it on YouTube of it, man. <laughs> yeah. And I, I open it, and they're already in the middle of talking. And I look down, and I see it's live, and I'm like, "Good God, are they are they go, are they still going? Or they have delay?" And I seen where uh, Stephen and Caleb posted after he was like, "Well, we just got done with you know eight and a half, eight hours of this with his cigar, with his cigar and his whiskey." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I love our rep, man. Stephen and Caleb is awesome. He's great. I love that guy. <laughs> um, no, nah, so so what I was surprised at because I had heard Omaha, Orlando, and New Orleans were the options. Um, it turns out that it was Omaha. Well, it turns out it was New Orleans, Orlando, and Atlanta. So we had an Atlanta um, option on the table. The Georgia World Congress Center put in a bid, and it was a pretty did, good one. Did they let you know beforehand? I had no idea. They said it. And I sent I sent Stephen a, a message, being like, "Man, what's going on here?" And he was like. It was like this is news to me. Like he had no idea either. So I don't think anybody anybody knew that was going on. But um, I'm I'm uh, I follow like Joe Bishop Hinchman's uh, Facebook group, and he did a, a a poll, and everybody wanted Atlanta, and people were talking about because it it's easy to get to. You know, like Orlando's not as easy to get to as Atlanta. So it's 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 the uh, airport hub of the yeah. world, basically. Yeah, it's cheap to get to Atlanta. It's, it, all the flights go through it. You know, so it's it's yep. pretty easy to get here. Yeah, no, um, so I, I would have been pretty excited about that, although I am, I'm pro-online debate, or, or pro-online convention. I know that that's uh, uh, a little radical, but, I, you know, I've, I've gone to a couple of the, the trial runs, and um, I, I, I'm going to admit something here. Like, I don't necessarily know if it's the best idea or not, but, like, I like it when things are, like, a new challenge to overcome you know, something different, something weird, something cool, like to dig your teeth into and like, it's a problem to solve. I don't know. I think, I think there's a lot of people like me that are a hundred percent down for an online thing. My biggest concern. And I think a lot of people's biggest concern is how is the FEC and the, and the other two parties going to try and screw us out of ballot access and screw us out of the election. And, you know, just, just they're going to, cause you know, good and well, they're going to play into, you know, whatever, whatever how much how much ever the money they got to pay to make their convention stick oh yeah regardless of the rules here's what the truth of that matter is is they're going to try to screw us no matter what we do so (laughs) so so you may as well just do whatever you're going to do and um and then and then answer those questions later because that's their job is to try to screw us out of um getting ballot access I mean, I, I say it's their job. It's, it's not. It, it's what they've taken up as their job. They've decided that's their job. So uh, especially here in Georgia, that's I, that was what was really frustrating. I kept hearing people saying like, oh, we'll do our in-person in July and we'll just file a lawsuit. 
And I'm like, guys, it's not that easy. You know, like, right. like it's, it's just not that easy. Our secretary of state fights us on everything. And, and like, they're just not going to do that. And I don't know how it is in your state, but this is how it is in our state. Right. You're right. 100%. <laughs> we, we knew, we know, we know this, we know this from the 2018 election. <laughs> we've we, we got two, we've got two uh, uh, open uh, cases against the secretary of state right now for ballot access. And we know that they're fighting us on, on them, you know? So. Exactly. So um, was there anything else fun? Um, I, I basically uh, turned it off and I watched the debate and, uh, Today was Mother's Day, and I basically took the day off of, of the internet, which was wonderful. And uh, I, but I hear that lots of things blew up. So are there? There's sounds like there's a couple of different plans going on for from different uh, cockeye. I'll say cockeye. <laughs> I love that word. It's a it's a strange word. The plural of of caucus for those yeah. who don't know. I'm not I'm not cussing. <laughs> Uh, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm not quite sure the, uh, a lot of the other plans like, like you, I've kind of sort of stayed off today. It'd been mother's day. I'd been at my, my mama's house seeing my mom and my granny. So I've just sort of, I'm sort of trying to step away from it because the day was a little, or yesterday was a little bit crazy. And today I've just sort of tried to do positive things like take care of my yard yeah, well, that's like all I did yesterday. So I was like, you know what? Today I'm not doing any of it. It's, if right. that's all I did for my Saturday, sorry, y'all, you don't get my Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I ain't got time. I'm not getting paid to sit through an eight and a half hour meeting. That's right. About things that are going to make me angry. <laughs> <laughs> but I will tell you, you did your yard work today. Um, when they were uh, they were in their executive session, which means it's private to all the outsiders. I uh, I, I went and mowed my lawn. Um, cause it only, it only takes me like 15, 20 minutes to mow my lawn. I got a small lawn. It's like, you know what? I'm, I'm knocking this out. <laughs> I weeded, I weeded my lawn and mowed it, uh, in probably about 25, 25, 30 minutes, maybe. And now you're thinking to yourself, well, screw like what? And now I'm screwed. I don't know what to do for the rest of the day. Cause yeah. it seems like this enormous task <laughs> to cut the grass and weed eat. Now you're like, Oh. Oh, I'm done with that. Oh, yeah. I didn't weed eat. I, I hand weeded my lawn. Yeah. Really? Yeah, because it's that small. It's fine. You're really trying to kill some time. That's right. <laughs> um, anyway, um, so did you have anything else? I I can't really think of nothing. Y'all Sorry. go if y'all if y'all are listening, come with come like uh the Libertarian Party of Habersham County on Facebook. Come see me on Seth Thomas Benton on Facebook. And then um, <clears throat> earlier, uh, Seth mentioned our Slack. Uh, for those of you who don't know, it's lpgeorgia.com slash Slack. Everyone is invited. You just come on in, and um, we like to chat about all kinds of goings-ons, and uh, it's pretty active and wonderful and collaborative for everyone who's interested in liberty in Georgia. Um, and we, we keep things nice and local. I like to bring up um, all kinds of news articles and stuff. We, we treat it like a nice closed, uh, closed space for like social media. Essentially, it's it's an off Facebook place for us to be ourselves. So um, join there. Um, we've talked about ballot access quite a bit. If you go to our uh, website, lpgeorgia.com, at the very top, we are raising about twenty thousand uh, dollars for our lawsuit currently, and um, that is uh, still scheduled to be heard on May twenty second. So there will be um, 
if you're interested in that, I'm not sure if they'll publish out those. It's all going to be online and it's like a zoom call. And, uh, so May 22nd, uh, which is the day of our online convention as well. Uh, we'll be doing, um, oral arguments and, um, yeah, if, if you have any questions, you want to be on the podcast, you want to, uh, you want to hear us talk about something, go to, uh, email us at podcast at lpgeorgia.com, uh, rate and review us on Stitcher and Apple. Uh, I, I always want to say Apple news cause it's part of my work. Uh, iTunes, all, all of the places where you can do rate, rating and reviewing. It helps us uh, get seen. And um, I just want to thank Seth for coming on the podcast. And uh, I think he's like running through his house right now or something. It's like one of those found, uh, found footage things. Uh, <laughs> crime scene project or something. You know? crime, yeah, crime scene video. <laughs> But now, thank you for having me on. I, I've enjoyed it. Absolutely, man. Cool. Well, um, if if that is all, I will say bye, y'all. See y'all. You've been listening to the official podcast of the Libertarian Party of Georgia. The theme song for this episode was Metaltania by Kevin McLeod, released to the public domain through freepd.com. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to rate us and leave a review. You can email the show's producers at podcast at lpgeorgia.com. If you're a libertarian in the state of Georgia, don't forget to find your local affiliate at lpgeorgia.com.